You are now listening to For All Nerds Show, a podcast about geek and pop culture from the perspective of people of color. For All Nerds is hosted by DJ Ben Amin and Tatiana Keene-Jones. Our show is edited and produced by Brother Chris. For All Nerds Show is a member of the Loudspeakers Network, where we always say rest in peace to our founder, Combat Jack. For All Nerds Show is powered by our listeners. Everything we do from our podcasts, live events, our website are all independently funded. Please continue to support us through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash for all nerds. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. I wanted to make this city something better than it is. You took that away from me! And what's up, y'all? And welcome to another episode of the For All Nerd Show. The voice of the urban geek, the podcast that distresses geek culture from the perspective of people of color. Ahem, aha. And as always, sitting in the captain's chair, it's your boy, DJ Ben Amin, aka Trinidad Bane, Halal Jordan, Soldier 70 Spliff, Doctor Whose Man's is this, Hash Tetram, the Anti Trife Equation. Here in the spaceship tonight. Yeah, did I get that right? The anti-trife equation. Y'all figure it out. <laughs> you, laugh. That's right. Yeah, laugh now and then figure it out later. And as you hear from her wonderful, happy, joyous laugh, sitting in the co-chair, we have Tatiana King Jones, aka the Grandes of Tech, also known as Father Stretch My Bands, Chance the Parappa, Lambo Calrissian, Flex Luthor, and Baptin Ameriba. Nice, nice, nice to have you here, Baptin Ameriba. Thank you, sir. How are you doing, Tatiana? Yo, I just got back from seeing a whole bunch of technology. I'm living. I had some pizza. I'm feeling good, feeling great. How are you? I'm all right. All right, all right. There we go. There we go. A little better there, you know. I'm not sure if we're going to edit out everything <laughs> we just said or not. We'll figure that out as we go along. But, yeah, you know, what What type of technology did you see today? Awesome. Ooh, say that five times wow, fast. Yeah, we, we understand. We got we to gotta fix that for you. But, um, what? I mean, I saw everything. I saw everything. Dev- uh, accessories for your phone. I saw VR. I saw a bunch of tracking devices. I saw some cool stuff. Stuff that is not even out yet, by the way. So, I may be talking about more of that sooner or later. We'll see. Oh, okay. Well, I guess you can't talk about too much of it. And um, speaking of stuff that I can't say too much about, but just a you know, quick dab, dabble, dip, dabble in it. Uh, Luke Cage dab. Ooh. <laughs> Hopefully, better than that. Right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll never bring it oh, up. Damn. Sorry, ooh, ooh. I'm sorry. Shiver me timbers over here like that. That just brings bad. You know, <laughs> like ooh. I mean, yeah. But once again, I gotta say, Luke Cage shot so much better than that. After that, it was so you know. So effed up that they didn't get that third season. All right. So effed up. Oh, well. All right. So what do you know? Uh, okay. What do you know? Uh, Give us some tea. You got some tea? Yeah, a little bit of tea. I went to a Disney influencer last week uh, event last week in L.A. in Los Angeles. Oh. You know, 
little bit, little something, something. Shout out to everybody who was in there. There were so many different people in there. Blur Girl, April Rain. Oh, man, I don't want to miss anybody. I met so many people. The Positive Mom, just a lot of different people in there. It was a dope event. Fire. Yeah, where we were shown a lot of different material from a lot of stuff that Disney is producing over pretty much the next year. I can't really speak about too much that I saw. You know, I did see things from, like, Black Widow, Eternals, things you know that are pretty much coming out. Um, a lot of, in most cases, it's more uh, pre-res stuff like that. You know, not anything close to being finished. But a lot of it looks really good. You know, I saw, um, what did I get to see? Oh, yeah, I got to see High School Musical, the musical, the series. Uh, I actually, what? I, I, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, what's the title? Say the title again. Uh, High School Musical, the musical, the series. I actually got to see it. <laughs> and yeah. What the fuck? Um, basically, what, what that is, it's a show that is going to be on Disney Plus, and it's about high school. All right, I always get this effed up. It's so weird. It's a show that takes place <laughs> at the high school where High School Musical was filmed. So at this high school, the kids are now putting on a musical version of High School Musical. And they're being filmed for a series. Were they on an edible or is these trees? Because that's some past the blunt stuff right there. It definitely is. It's not, a, not, I'm not saying it's a bad idea. That's a very interesting idea, yep. but okay. Yeah. And further, I'm just trying to understand, like, who's in the cast? Like, first of all, I didn't, are they, have they still gone on with High School Musical at Disney? Like, I didn't, I thought after Zac Efron and them, it was over. Uh, no. After Zac Efron. Like, does this, does this generation even know what the hell High School Musical is? I, I, listen, I don't have no kids, so I don't know. Well, well this, yes, as far as I know. But yeah, this generation, um, who's in the show, it's like High School Musical took place, you know, like they grew up watching the movie, just like we did. But it's a Disney show, so who's it targeted at? Or is this a Disney Plus show? Disney Plus show. So it's targeted at getting ah. your money. That's who it's targeted at. It's targeted at, you know. Ah, okay, that, that, change, that changes everything. Yeah, it's it's okay, targeted at content <laughs> and filling up eyes on that station, on that, you know. Because they know the people on Disney Plus are of a certain group. On that service, right? Not even stations anymore. They're services on that service. Ugh, that sounds which is a bunch of which is a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. I'm sorry to everyone listening. Whether you think it's oh you're, you're getting freedom, they are reconstituting <laughs> the vestiges of old cable is reconstituting itself like the Terminator Two. Uh, it is coming together. Like it never died, and it's annoying because I'm I can't I I posted on Twitter the other day like every time a new streaming service gets announced I turn into Tyrese and I just start crying. What do you want from me? Because I can't like I don't have all this money, and I don't want to turn to a life of piracy. But y'all making me do it. Mm. Uh. Me do it. Well, I won't be pirating uh, Disney, that's for sure. Um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't say no names, bro. I ain't say no. I, protect, go ahead, protect your neck. We know, we know, you know. Um, Mickey on the block. Don't play no games. Ooh, so. I got these protect your coins. Mickey dolls in the corner right here, staring at me like it's Poltergeist folks. You know, I'm they're bugs. I'm not probably. I wouldn't doubt it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> everybody got a set of Mickey ears in your house right now. Uh, Look real close at the right ear. It might be a little pinhole. Yeah, you making you know? me. 
question these things now. I'm about to turn them joints around so they stop staring at me at least because I know the cameras in them eyes. Them dark. I'm just laughing because so many people are going to be paranoid right yeah, now. I know. Especially if they got these Mickey dolls. I got these joints are buttery too. I can't front. Um, yeah, but shout outs to, you know, like I say, everything I saw there looked pretty interesting. Black Widow drops next year right early. I'm really interested in seeing how this whole you know thing plays out with Disney Plus between Disney Plus and the Marvel films because that could either be you know the dopest thing we've seen or you know I don't know it could be any of that but one thing we do know is Tom Holland ain't gonna be there oh hurts when breathe remember that If I gotta suffer, y'all gotta suffer. Oh my god. You just came back in like everybody's like, oh wow, I wonder how dope it'll be. Well, Tom Holland won't be in it. (laughs) (laughs) It's still listen, you 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 didn't hear what I said. I never said it wasn't gonna be No, 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 yeah. You just said he ain't making no appearances. Like, you know, if you expect uh Winter Soldier and Falcon to have that rematch with Spider Man. <laughs> Just remember the time, folks, because, you know. Yeah, somebody had to do it. Thank you. All right. Um, speaking of remembering the time, the Boondocks. Yo, Yo. I'm so excited about this. You are? Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll get into you in a second. Yeah. I'm excited about this. I, obviously, this is this is not new news news to a lot of people, but the fact of the matter is that it's one confirmed, like 100, percent 200. percent It was it was kind of soft confirmed last month, I would say, but right now it's a hard yes. Boondocks is coming back. They're actually coming back to HBO Max, which. I'm pissed because guess what HBO Max is? Another streaming service. <laughs> By Warner Brothers. So I don't I, I I'm I'm gonna see this. I'm I'm not gonna say how, but I'm gonna see it. Mm-hmm. Um they said interestingly, they believe in the brand. The brand is strong because <laughs> they have ordered two seasons of the show. Lovely episodes uh off top it's going to launch fall 2020 um with a 50 minute special oh along with the 24 episodes nice and all 55 original episodes of the show it's going to be available on the service when the show launches Mm. all right well somebody called me backpedaling on an earlier show when i did but uh um I'm I'm not gonna say that. Yeah, why, why why are you not excited? Yeah, I'm not gonna say that I'm not excited. I remember the end of Boondocks. People were saying it kind of got a little weak and you know a little off at the time. So I don't know, but I'm you know I know the HBO match. I know Aaron McGruder is definitely you know that G. I hope they go all out. You know, like Riley or whatever. Um, just straight being a straight ninja. You know, more the karate stuff. <laughs> more to just ill. Like you've seen, I think they went all out before. I think they went all out as far as their commentary and stuff. Like, I mean, especially in the early days, and even oh my god, I don't know how many people have seen it, but the episode where they went off on BET that got them banned, basically, and pretty much neutered. I don't. I think. 
I think because that shit got banned, I don't think I ever got to watch it. I, or if I did, I don't remember. I, much. Yeah, I think it might be on YouTube now, you know, but uh, in other places, look it up. But it is absolute fire. You know, they are just going off. So, you know, if they can bring back that, which now they're on HBO Max, you know, no worries. Already got two seasons ordered. So, you know, they can pretty much well, go for the throat. If I'm not mistaken, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you had mentioned how you felt the last few seasons or the last season of the Boondocks, you felt like it didn't work as well as it did. If I'm not mistaken, wasn't Aaron Magruder not even part of the project that, at I that point? I think that was the issue, was it not? Yes. Because I, if, and this is this is very strong. Yep, and it's, yeah, I was right. Uh, the last season was a season where Magruder wasn't involved whatsoever. That's wild, and, and now he's coming back? Yeah, because yeah, I saw him talking. That's why I'm like, I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, no, that's dope, but that's it. I, we all, I bet, yeah, I bet the story behind the scenes on that, ooh, because that's wild, like, that he created it, you know, and then left it, and they was like, ah, well, keep on making it. Hold that. Uh, it's called capitalism. Damn sure is. <laughs> I mean, speak, that's like what went on with Blackwish and uh, Kenya and everything. Like, he bounced, you know, he's over at Netflix, right? Oh, Kenya Barris, yeah, the writer, yep. the creative black. Yeah, show. he's over at Netflix working on his, you know, bid money deal. And ABC is like, mm-hmm, spinoffs, you know. But he's still getting that shut, too. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that at all. And um, also, yo, it's been, it's been a big week for the four on nerds, you know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know why you start off all sad and hurt. I mean, I'm glad you, you know, recovered with some, you know, TED Talk. And you saw how many people were happy about the return of TED Talk last week? I saw mad people happy about that. So thank you guys for your support. I really appreciate it for real, because at least that means you guys, at least the OGs, they, they listened and enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Um, still, as you know, if you follow me, you can still get your tech fix. I also write for Mm checkweeklike.com. If you want to see my reviews, read that, post some links up for you, but thank y'all so much for believing in the Grand Duchess. Yes, you know they do, you know they do. And, you know, they like to see you out there. People were actually commenting on our Instagram, you know, which is for all nerds. If you're not following, I don't understand why not, because you should be. But on said Instagram, you can see some pics of me and Tatiana with the cast, crew, creators, everyone involved of the new series on Epic's Godfather of Harlem starring the legend Forrest Whitaker. Um, shit's fire, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, I guess I guess we're allowed to. I mean, say we that, can say that. It. You know, we've seen yeah. you know the first five episodes, and well, I've seen the first three. I still didn't get. I haven't had time to watch the uh, last two uh, for reasons I'll give in a second. But um, what I've seen has been uh, incredibly fire. Yeah, I've watched the first five, and I I'm very pleasantly surprised. Mm. Very very pleasantly and. I, I don't know if surprise is the right word because I because I didn't have any particular expectations to the negative or the positive. Yep. I just I just the usual question some people may ask themselves like Am I going to like this? I'm I'm not or I'm not sure that I'm going to like. Is this. Forrest Whitaker going to do a wild ass voice? Oh, <laughs> no, actually that question <laughs> never popped into my mind. Yeah, no. It's just it was just just off the strength of whatever the cover picture is. It's like. Am I going to enjoy this? Because I, I had no other understanding of what it was. And let me tell you, I freaking enjoyed it. So this is, I, I hope y'all got epics. 
or a way to get on epics and and take a look at it really watch it because there are there's a couple uh critically what do you say award-winning performances in this Mm -hmm. and again I've only seen the first five episodes. Yeah, and I fully agree with what you say. I think the cast straight up and down from Forrest Whitaker on down is really amazing. Really good show. Really great writing. Uh, I love the production. The show is basically about Bumpy Johnson. Um, He's a historical figure, a drug dealer from Harlem, the godfather of Harlem. And it starts in 1963. And it features Bumpy and his interactions with the rest of the criminal underworld, from the Italians to everyone else, as well as the interaction with the political and religious figures at the time. And it's so dope to me. Like, I love seeing shows like this. Like, when I was talking to the cast and crew, I was talking about how it reminded me not to say that it's on the level of The Wire yet, you know? I won't give it that yet. That's high praise. But the fact, the way that it intertwines these different worlds, you know, between all these different figures, I love to see that, and especially with black people. And like we also were talking to the women of the crew, I mean, of the cast, and that was also a big favorite of mine is how it features them so prominently. And you really don't see that in gangster films a lot. So, you know, it drops as then I mean, I, I believe you said yep. but it drops September 29th. Take a look of it at it. Excuse me. Let me know what you think. Um, you think I'm gassing it? Let me know. But honestly, and I don't I don't I don't give too many things high, high praise right away. But but I'm really happy about how this turned out. Mm-hmm. And so far. Yeah, so far. And that's something you're know, like, I know when we started this show, we were like, yo, we need more diversity. We need more inclusion on television, on films, et cetera, et cetera. And with the amount of streaming services, even though it is a problem, you see how much content is needed for them. And you see, you know, POCs and, you know, LBGTQs that I get it all right. Yeah, I had a moment at that influencer summit where I, where I said, I am a cishet man. I think I got that right. Okay. And everybody was like, oh, you know, clap. It was nice. You know, I felt real, you know, I was like, <laughs> they were proud of yeah, you, they were like, yo, you got it right. You know, I was like, yes, thank you. And I was also, at, that means you learned. And also up at that thing, I was screaming about people putting Miss America Chavez and Hulkling and Wiccan in the forefront because they are iconic characters who are all queer. And that is something I want more from Marvel. And I'll say that right here, you know, and Disney, what? But yeah, on that okay. note, I was talking about how, you know, we got more POC and everything. And the Wu-Tang show, yo, are you watching that joint yet? No, sir. Well, tell me, should I be watching that joint yet? Oh, my God. Like, yes. <laughs> oh, my. Now, are you just saying this as a stand of Wu-Tang or are you saying this as a, 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 a with the critic's eye? You know me. Who are you saying this as? You know me. I'm a critic no matter Which what. That's why I got to ask. Uh, no, I mean, this is quite <laughs> true. I am I am most definitely a stand of Wu. You know, without without question. But I'm also a stand of good television, great writing, great acting. All right. Uh, the Wu-Tang show, it's on. I'm watching on Hulu. Is it a Hulu? I think it's a Hulu production. I think it's a Hulu. It's called Wu-Tang and American Saga. Yeah, it's a Hulu production. And it's fire, y'all. It, like, takes place 
it starts off and I want to say what is like 1990 or so might even be 89 but it's the very early days like uh, RZA has not even become RZA he hasn't even become Prince Rakim for those who know the history RZA had a another career as Prince Rakim before he became RZA he had a single and everything called uh, We Love You Rakim I'm not gonna sing anymore but yeah and so this is early this is just them all in the hood growing up together and in Staten Island and it's so fire yo like the kid playing um, Old Dirty Bastard it's just incredible like I thought it was Old Dirty Bastard's son the way he was so spot on with him you know, the kid, Damn. it's got Ghostface, it's got uh, Young Ray Kwan, Young Method Man. Dave East is playing Method Man. Um, Dave East, hilarious. Yeah, okay. Dave East is playing Method Man, doing a pretty good job, I would say, so far. You know, he's not in a lot of it so much so far. Uh, it also features Rizzo's older brother, who is Divine, who is a big part in the Wu-Tang Clan, for people who know about it, uh, Power is another figure in it who's a big part but it's you know centered really around RZA and his brother Divine and Ghostface and Ray and everybody else and but right now it's early on in the hood and it's just fire like for those who know that era it's so dope seeing it because like the costuming and everything who was done the costumes were done by I'm not sure their name but they're an HU grad so you know you know and it's H-U. yeah it's so beautiful like you see the wares of the 90s just the attitude the way the rapping styles everything and then just the history of Wu-Tang is told so dope and it's also just a dope ass story you know like it's definitely oh. embellished for TV I'm sure but it's well written great yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah well you know what any any project that allows or, or provides an opportunity for young black men there we go to, to act further in their craft I'm with it so I will definitely give it a chance uh, what where can I find it? On, Can't say what station. What streaming network is it? Yeah, on? Hulu, it's, yeah, it's on Hulu, and I'm not gonna say no more fact because right now we're gonna take a quick break, <laughs> and we'll be right back with more from the show. Hey guys, it's Allison Williams. I'm an actor, and when I am not scaring people on screen, I am hanging out with for all nerds and listening to their show. Hey guys, this is Rod and Karen of the Blackout Tips Podcast. And when we are doing one of our mini podcasts, yes, we are listening to For Our Nerds. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Asante, one third of the Friend Zone. And when I am not smoking pot or playing Shinobi Striker, I am listening to For All Nerds. Tune in. What's up, everybody? This is Chuck Creekmer, aka Jigsaw from AllHipHop.com. And when I'm not placing my heavy hand on the world, hip-hop culture i'm watching for all nerds hey this is logan browning and when i'm not trying to take over netflix i'm looking to for all of us yo what up this is yahya abdul mateen the second i play black manta in the aquaman movies and when i'm not getting around the city i'm chilling listening to for all nerds what's up y'all this is Stephen harris fire artist co-creator of aztec fire artist on ajala the fringe michael cray watson the homes don't forget watson the homes award winner of watson the homes Glyph award eyes are nominated when i'm not drawing i am listening to for all nerds check it hey i'm malcolm lee director of night school and when i'm not directing writing and producing and editing and spending time with my kids i'm listening to for all nerds Hey, this is Pamela Ribbon, and when I'm not writing things like My Boyfriend is a Bear or Ralph Breaks the Internet, I am listening to For All Nerds. 
Yo, what's up? This is Chico Leo, and when I'm not leading an Athenian revolt in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I'm listening to Four All Nerds. And what's up, y'all? Welcome back to this episode of the For All Nerd Show. Shout outs to everyone out there listening, all of our subscribers on all those different platforms, all those different services like SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, Spotify, you know, YouTube, uh-huh, Instagram, Twitter, I mean, social media services too. You know, they, you can get all your content there if you want. You can find the show if you're on Twitter at For All Nerds or Instagram at For All Nerds. You know, if you're on patreon.com slash For All Nerds, you know, you can help this mission. And thank you. Thank you so much to everyone out there helping this mission. You know, all the fan fam, as they say, I almost tweeted fan fam the other day and then I stopped. You know, I, just, I, I know. I, I know. I'm almost there. Why not fan army? I mean, you can do whatever you want. Yep. I'm still going to keep saying fan fam. Fan fam. That's my, All right. that's my name for it. So if you can have your own name too. But I like fan fam more than fan army, you know. I don't like army. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, I like fan fam. I like the family. I like that. So shout out to all the fan fam over at patreon.com slash for all nerds. Thank you very much. So much love over there. Shout out to everyone on twitch.tv slash for all nerds as I'm naming all these services. Twitch, yo, I'm so sorry. Lately, I just have not been able to get it together. My internet is absolute, you know, in the gutter, all over the place over here. We've been doing everything we can behind the scenes, and it's just been pure struggle. If anyone out there has any suggestions, please hit me up at DJ Ben. I mean, because I need help. Help me. Yeah, it's terrible. Before you say, why hasn't Tatiana helped you? I've tried. Yes. I think it's an infrastructure issue. I think so, too. I'm not an engineer, so here we are. Yeah, I would agree that it's definitely an infrastructure issue that I'm probably going to have to deal with very soon so I can get back on Twitch TV and get back to work over there. Twitch TV slash For All Nerds. Please hit that subscribe and follow button over there, and I'll pop up occasionally until I get this, you know, fixed, and then it's going to be... Ooh, it's going to be cracking, y'all. It's going to be stupid. So Twitch TV slash For All Nerds. Get on that. And now, enough of the self-advertising and self-bigging up because it's time for one of my favorite segments on the show. As always, thank you for all your questions, your comments, everything else. But this is time for The Guac is Extra. The Guac is Extra, where we answer any and all questions from our listening audience out there. So, if you have a question, hit us up, contact at forallnerds.com or hit us on the Twitter and Instagram at forallnerds with your question, your query, whatever's on your mind about any topic, geek related or nah. And what do we have up first? The first one comes from Apple Leva. I'm not quite sure yeah, how to pronounce me this. Either. And y'all know that I mean it's not gonna be a help, so I apologize, y'all, for not doing this right. Okay, do you think if Joaquin Phoenix Joker is a box office success, it seems to be a critical success already? Will this Joker be incorporated into future DC films, and would Joaquin be willing to continue to play him? Hmm, interesting. 
good question. I think the second part of that is really the you know determining factor because as far as the first part, I think it's a automatic yes if it's you know if this joint makes money. But has he ever done a sequel? Has any of his stuff ever had a sequel? No. And that's probably the reason. Because trust me, Hollywood will make a sequel to your joint, no matter what it is, if it makes money. They will, like, there. I've heard stories of movies tried and be sequels, and you'd be like, what? Like, um, you know, something where somebody dies at the end of it, and it's the end of the movie. You know, they would be like, let's make a sequel to it, you know? Because it made... Like, bring it back somehow. Yeah, somehow. They basically, they basically glenn the character, and then all of a sudden, they're alive again. Yes. They didn't really die. So. I mean, like, where somebody dies of old age in the movie, even, like, you know? <laughs> like, they would still be like, no. Like, I've heard stories. I'm trying to think of an example, but yeah. Um, I think this is more up to him coming back. The power of a dollar. Um, will this Joker be incorporating the future films? My gut tells me absolutely fucking not. Okay. Mainly because at this juncture, DC, the film arm, or so is that WB, I don't know. But this part, they don't believe in continuity. So I would say a firm no as of 2019. Uh, Would Joaquin be willing to continue to play him? Since this ninja is such an actor, he, he may feel it's beneath him. So I don't know about that either. So, I'm gonna say it's a it's a smooth negative right now. Yeah, uh, based on what you just said, I would also lean towards a smooth negative. I think that also, like you said, DC is just you know split up and everything's in random directions. And it's like if this movie hits, then you know, well, let's do a different one next time. You know, <laughs> that's pretty much like how I feel what they're on right now. But I'm not mad at it. You know, at the same time, because it's like we went from Shazam to the Joker, like. I mean, that's, you know, a stretch. You know, Marvel ain't done that yet, you know. Right, so. I mean, not that I'm but, happy about the Joker, but, you know, it's the same. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I ain't seen it yet, though. So, I don't know. You know, I'm I'm waiting to see. I'm withholding full judgment. I just have my, you know, reservations, as they say. <laughs> you sure? Yes. Oh, okay. A lot of them. Yeah. Oof. All right, I know it's a lot. Yeah. Um, the next one comes from the Ghost of Simba. They write, "Oh Jesus!" I know that's fucked up <laughs> in a funny way. Hi guys, love the show and year one supporter. Yay! Congratulations! So happy you guys are or you are still with us. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, yeah, they said personally, I love both, but I always get stuck into this debate, and I want to hear your opinion. Who do you think is winning? Marvel or DC? Speak of the devil. I say DC, even though Marvel is killing live action movies, I think DC is winning in animated movies, comics, TV, at least until Disney Plus drops. Mm, That is interesting. Uh, I'll let you go first. Mm, Depends on what winning is defined by. Okay. If you're talking about sheer dollars, hello, your overlord known as Marvel has won. Yes. If you're talking about critically critical acclaim awards or, or attempts at awards, Marvel has won as well. If you're talking about just along the lines of what you're saying, um, I generally agree. DC is winning when it comes to animated movies. I don't read DC comics, so I can't speak on that. And 
I don't have DC Unlimited, so uh, I don't really watch many DC. What about like? TV there's shows. also the Flash, Black Lightning, Supergirl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff on CW. Yeah. I don't, I don't watch that. Okay. I don't watch that. Like, I lost interest in that. That. Uh, world <laughs> almost called it the, the the Disney afternoon, but I, got, I almost got lost in that world a long time, or I left that world a long Disney time ago. So. Wow, no, it's, it's the Berlanti universe, actually. I think. Yeah. yeah. No, it is. I, I was just making a joke about. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't know if you know about that. Oh, I know about Disney like, afternoon. I, yeah, yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah. okay. I mean, I was you know I wasn't really watching it at that point, but I knew it existed. You know, I knew it was going on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So. I, I kind of I agree with some of what you're saying, just in the fact that, it, of course, it's split. For me, at the end of the day, it's it. I, I can't even be t- besides those objective points I got. Again, my gut is telling me Marvel is winning overall. Mm. All right, I'm gonna just throw like you did by the what uh, Drosa Simba asked. So let's see. Live action movies. I, I, Marvel, you know, I'm sorry. DC's done something, but you know, Marvel, that's no question. Animated movies and animated shows, everything. I'd still lean with DC. Young Justice is still rocking pretty dope. Marvel canceled Earth's Mightiest Heroes, which was their dopest show to me pretty much in ever. Dumb, dumb move. Dumb fucking move. Yeah, I still got some episodes of that I need to go back and watch again or finish up on. But that show was that was up there with any show DC ever had. Other than that, I don't know if Marvel had any animated, you know, but like what if it's coming coming hard so that's you know what if it's gonna be that that could be a game changer for the animated universe and then also we have also, spider-man into the spider-verse spider-man yeah now also i gotta make it clear because a lot of people say animated but they're only thinking cartoons there's things like like cg that's also animation yes. so the lego like the lego movies whatever umbrella they ha- happen to fall under like Batman, those fire what's it yeah so you know i mean i know i know a lot of that because they use a lot of different properties so it's shared amongst all the publishers and owners into the spider-verse then yeah i mean there you go so as far as that marvel crushes dc sorry all right uh comics (laughs) uh comics there like i said like you know it's it's sad how comics are copies gotten so centered on this but there is nothing in comic books right now comparable to what Jonathan Hitman is doing on X-Men with House of X and Powers of X. Nothing. 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 I have, I mean, not that I have like the longest history in the world of being in comic book stores. I have never seen anything like it where I can go in New York City to three different comic book shops and not just some random comic book guy shops, like the main big guys. Yeah. And cannot find an issue. Mm-hmm. Could random? It's worse. It's bad, and you know it's bad. It's it's bad. Yeah. So bad in the in the best way for for uh, you know Marvel. Yeah, so at least as far as you know in the superhero world, there's comics and you know other realms like Wicked and Divine and everything Kieran Gillen is doing right now, pretty much that are also selling well and. DC has another man is selling out out books first issues yes and DC also has Batman which is you know incredible and did Mr. Miracle and everything Tom King has been writing lately but I'm sorry Marvel got that one as well so television I think is pretty much it for DC right yeah 
They got up so Marvel. I guess if we're going, but I'm not one who says either of them is winning or losing. But yeah, Marvel got it right now for me. All right, All right. there's your answer. Yes, and congrats, congratulations, and thank you for your year one support. Word up. One year of support. Yeah, year one. one year, year one. No, year uh, one. You know, we 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 comments related. Okay. Year one always. Oh, oh, facts. I love it. I love always. it. Got to stay on brand. Yes. The next question comes from Carlitos Wave. They write, okay, <laughs> I just read Powers of X issue five and I'm really feeling Oof. excited with everything that's going on. I've always loved the X-Men, especially because of the relatability between the challenges that mutants face in the mainstream world and how it parallels with the challenges of African-Americans um, and black people around the globe. Over time, we've all heard the comparisons between Professor X, Magneto, and Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. Um, my question is, if the X-Men have to go back in time... Okay. Blank, 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 blank. Let me finish this question so you don't... Yeah, stop reading right there. Yeah, what is happening? All right, what do you uh, see... Okay, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll finish uh, Carlitos Wave's question. They said that basically if the X-Men have to go through all of the things they've been going through in this comic book just to achieve their own sovereignty, I can never pronounce that word. Sovereignty. Sovereignty, sovereignty. sovereignty yeah, to, to achieve their own sovereignty and everything else they're achieving in House of X and Powers of X without too many spoilers because Tatiana is now a few issues behind Carlito's way. Right. So she's <laughs> I couldn't get the damn Oh book. man, yeah, and Carlito's way and yo, I can't hear like House of X Firefolds is another of these issues that's you know, a lot happens. Like there's there's major revelations. So Carlito, you got chill on those spoilers, folks. Not everybody read, you know, up to right now. But I would say what that's a tough question. Like they said, it's a very tough question to answer because mutants have gone through extreme measures to achieve this position in House of X. But what black people have to do, oh man, come on. Like, well, you know, I can't, you know, you asking me, you know, about wild ass tradition, what black people got to do in America to, you know, man, live life. That's like, that's the thing. That's what I always tell people, yo, do what makes you happy first, you know, as long as it's not hurting anyone else. You know, and I think that solves a lot of issues in the world, you know, and like treat other people like you would like to be treated. You know, to do unto others as you would like be done to you. Love thyself as you love your neighbor, as you love God. You know, like. Gee, I'm, oh, have you found yourself? Have you found yourself no, I at mean, this Disney influencer event? Wow. <laughs> no, no. I mean, the funny thing, the, the funniest thing is, like, really, where I found myself was when I was locked up in Dubai, straight up. Like, that was the most time I. Wow. Yeah, because I mean, whenever you have that much time on your hands, you read a lot. Well, I mean, certain people do. I do. Right. When I have time on my hands and there's nothing else, I read a lot. And so that was the time where I read, mad. You know, like I read the. I had my hands on a Bible. I read a lot of the Quran. I read a lot of hadiths, which are um, speeches by the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. I think I said that right, hopefully, you know, Allah willing and everything. But, um, yeah, so <laughs> I just am in the major message. The one that I always took away that bugged me out that I felt like a lot of people don't pay attention to is that Jesus at one point in the Bible says to his followers that I'm here to deliver the 11th commandment. And the 11th commandment is 
to love yourself as you love your neighbor, as you love God. Meaning like treat others as, you know, do unto others the golden rule, basically. And he's like, this supersedes all the first 10 commandments. Because if you just follow that, it really changes the world. Like if everyone followed that simple law, the world would be, you know, a fucking utopia. And it's so simple, you know, and that's in every major religion is that message of love. But people ignore that so much. Wow. Yeah. So I feel like that is like and I feel that just goes beyond, you know, what black people have to do, because personally, me, I'm never interested in what black people have to do, because we live in a world with everyone. While we're all oppressed, you know, the idea of us being like. And I don't even like to call us oppressed, you know, just like I don't like to call us a minority or any of that type of thing, you know, especially when you look at a worldwide view of people of color, we are easily the majority in this world. So I don't, you know, I'm more worried about the world and the state of world, you know, what we are in, you know, as far as climate change, a lot of other things we have to deal with on a major level. But on a macro level, I'm just like, yo, love yourself, love what you do, be happy every day. And go out and spread that amongst other people, man. It'll make, you know, the world will be a better place. Mm, I hear you, Ben. Look in the mirror. Oh. <laughs> and make that change. <laughs> I'm talking. Yeah. You know, come on, man. Wow. Did I have to sing it? <laughs> wow. All right. We just lost two listeners. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for your answer, Ben. I mean, thank you, Carlitos Wave, for the question. And that is it for the guac this week. If you have any questions for us, be it about Marvel versus DC or anything within geekdom, be it about, I don't know, should I get this red coat or the blue coat? Mm -hmm. Ask us. Let us know. We'd love to answer questions from all corners of the world, from all walks of life. Email us, contact at 4onerds.com. If you have a longer question, you can always hit us up on the interwebs. If you are on social medias at For All Nerds, and also we have conveniently provided you with two places you can enter in your guac questions online at forallnerds.com in the sidebar and in the footer. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and thank you for these questions this week. We got a little, you know, interesting in there. I mean, that that got, you know, that went all kinds of places right there. Uh, you know, <laughs> hope you, hope y'all stayed with us and we didn't lose too many listeners right there because it's uh, now time for my favorite segment. We're going to get right back to what we were just talking about because it's Comic Psycho. Sorry about that. Yeah, you know, look, okay. a little dry. <laughs> Comet Psychop, yep. we talk about all the, you know, I know Brother Chris, our super engineer out there, will make my voice sound so crisp and clean during that. But yeah, once again, Comics I Copped is where we talk about all the different comic books that we've been buying, copping, reading, all that good stuff. Doesn't matter, old, new, whatever's, you know, make sure you mention it. Let me know. You know, hit me with that hashtag comics. I copped on Instagram, on Twitters, everywhere. And like I said before, um, yeah, folks, Jonathan Hitman, House of X, issue five just dropped. Yeah, right. It wasn't Powers of X. It was House of X, issue five. Carlitos Wave actually had that a uh, little off. And it's another fire issue. This is one of the ones that 
is in red in the back of the book so we knew going in that this would be a major issue and without spoiling too much i will just say that one of the big things in this issue finally lets you understand what that scene in the first issue when the people are crawling out of the eggs and xavier stands above them and says to me my x-men it finally puts the context around that scene so you know what was going on in that scene and it's oh, wow. oh yeah yeah and that's just one of the big things that happens in this issue like when it's marked in red it's wild and there are now only three issues left after this week so and the last issue is also marked in red so we have two issues and then a big issue to end it all I personally at this point don't know how he's going to wrap up everything to prepare for the books that are following as they call Dawn of X which comes after all this and he's Jonathan Hitman is changing the status quo on just so many levels for the X-Men and for mutants in general that I can't wait to see especially if Marvel just lets this be you know if Marvel just lets this be for the next five years oh, like the status quo in terms of the status of character yes Oh okay. my god. It's just like it'll be so good. You know, like I I mean I'm so excited for it because he's just changing everything while also respecting all the history of the X-Men. There's still a lot of mystery left in these last three issues that I have no idea what could happen or what the actual status quo is gonna be when it's all over. And I can't wait to see it. So shout outs to him. Shout outs to everybody involved. You know, I talk about this book a lot a lot. And, yeah, you do. Yeah. The, the, just the last thing just about it is one of the things about the series is it gets me dumb hype mm. to see X-Men in the MCU. Mm. Like it gets me so freaking hype. Yep. And I, like, I think that has been as I'm really just thinking upon how my emotions have been changing towards this series, just from like a, from a curious perspective to, Ooh, I really got to know what's happening next. Like, this has really piqued my interest, and it's really making me think, like, this is about to be a masterpiece when we see X-Men come out. Mm-hmm. And I actually do have one more thing to say about it, because this goes back to what Carlitos Wave was asking about. Like, what could, you know, people of color do on, you know, in our day-to-day lives to be more like what is happening in House of X and Powers of X or the Mutants? And I'd say one thing that, you know, I took from it from the very first issue was what Cyclops, when he's speaking to the Fantastic Four, was saying. He says something along the lines of, how long did you think we were going to sit there and listen to you tell us that we were less than we were when we knew we weren't? You know, and that's something that I feel like African-Americans, black people have to do. That we have got to stop believing the lies that are told about us. You already know you know, that we are kings and queens, descended from kings and queens. We're the creators of culture, civilization on this planet, of so many different things. You know, we excelled everything. We are this beautiful people, you know, and we're loving, we're forgiving, we're kind, we're sharing, we're creative, we're all these wonderful things. And I think we should always keep that in mind and never, you know, doubt yourself or put yourself down whatever to appease anyone else and that's the type of you know mentality how they move is you know what i've been taking from this book 
and why I, me and Joe Ellis keep saying that Jonathan Hitman is to pull off the mask when he's finished and there should be a black woman underneath there because this man is writing that wild issue. Read that book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Read that book. Also, uh, shout out to Eve Ewing. I was out in LA, like I said before this week, and I went into a shop called Quest, which is... Um, one of my favorite comic book shops in the world, but they're based in Los Angeles. They have uh, two locations out there, and they've been holding down a box for me for the months that I've been gone. So shout out to them because they had all the single issues of Wicked and Divine up in there. So I got all the whole run. Plus, uh, like I said, shout out to Eve Ewing because they had all of the issues of Ironheart. So I've been reading that because I've been behind. I hadn't been reading you know, the trade until I knew I had the single issues waiting for me. And it's really dope, yo. Like, I'm really enjoying that joint. It's like, you know, if you're looking for a series that features a young black woman, new character, with based in the Marvel Universe, who now, the more I'm reading this, just like you said, I can't wait to see Ironheart in the MCU. Before, I wasn't that very hype on her. But now, reading this series by Eve Ewing, I'm really like, okay, now, yeah, let's go. Especially with Tony being dead, it's time. Like... <laughs> Um, that's that came off so you know like <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> like okay Gamora damn you didn't have to walk around oh, it oh damn <laughs> every time I damn Gamora I just think about that tweet from our account <laughs> when the little girl goes down the slide I cry every time <laughs> damn Gamora damn Gamora no, you don't like the bitch but damn. yeah well anyway yeah no Ironheart is another fire series by Eve Ewing people are always asking for series to feature black people African Americans you know I know not independent actually damn but I'm I mentioned no independent ish this week no buy independent comments I mean Wicked and Divine ended you know uh why are you dry snitching on yourself? What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I was just like, nobody's accusing him of anything. Stupid. Yet. I'm not going to give you the chance. <laughs> Bad bros. Bad bros.